This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello, hello, you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap episode 41 and this is Rajeshri Sen and this is Abhinandan Sekri. Sorry to disappoint you. We have started to live with this disappointment now. So we have quite a bit to discuss this time and it's not all bad as opposed to the last few episodes. Really? I'm surprised. So what are we discussing uh, this week? So we have uh, Zookeeper's Wife, which was released. The we have Hollywood two new film. releases. Yes. Noor, Zookeeper's Wife. So uh, good and bad, mm. just to balance it out. Then we have the Bahubali 2 fracas which happened. And Katapa's apology that he was yeah. quite cut up about. Yeah, he's very cut up about it. Then there's an excellent show which uh, one of our listeners recommended to us. Mm. Arshad Khan recommended uh, that we watch Netflix's 13 Reasons Why. Yes. And we watched it, and, and it's you a have really good to record. Say on that. Yeah, and there is um, your favorite uh, actress, Deepika and Padukone. her fabulous Coke new commercial. Ad. Yeah. Yes, we'll discuss that. That, and we have Chetan Bhagat, who we every other episode we have to have him on the show because even if he hasn't done anything, so this time he's done something. He's going to be again uh, affecting impressionable minds. And we have a so dodgy writer and very good writer. So we have Prayag Akbar's new book. Leela. Yeah, so what do you want to start with? Let's start with The Zookeeper's Wife. Good morning, enjoy yourselves today. The country is completely overrun. They're forcing Jews out of their homes. They're taking us all to the ghetto. Thousands of people are dying. German troops come every morning. You can't make a sound. You can never tell who your enemies are. Maybe that's why I love animals so much. You look in their eyes, and you know exactly what's in their hearts. What have you been up to in your little zoo? The Zookeeper's Wife was released in Delhi this weekend, but it was released abroad on 31st March. So as usual, it's come to us much later. And it's about, it's a war drama, sort of. But when you see the name, obviously, you think it's about animals. But it's uh, set in in Warsaw, Poland. And uh, it's just before Hitler's invasion of Poland and it's about the Warsaw Zoo keepers and how they helped uh, protect the zoo and also protect Jews. Yeah, I think it was a fantastic film. I was blown away. It's, I think, one of the best films I've seen in a long time. But I did have um, one input on on people who uh, are more moved by animal cruelty than by the horrible conditions that human beings live in around us. You being one of them, Rajshri, you're... you're I'm equally moved by both. I don't understand why it has to be either or. (laughs) I just want to say I cried copiously from beginning to end for two hours when animals and humans were being killed. Yeah, but generally, you tend to be more (laughs) sensitive to animals. You're a bit of a Gorakshak that way. (laughs) 
like if you see uh, but i don't care about cows i'd rather they yeah, be on but, my plate yeah but some other animals <laughs> okay I, i'm serious you know i always felt that yes and i know a lot of people like that hmm. who they'll see some cruelty to animals and they'll start crying or they'll you know go up for some activist march that don't kill animals or see animals are being harmed but they will see children in 2 degrees temperature outside a red light at the cars and and they will not give a fuck whether the child lives or dies i don't think you dies. should meet these people okay? no, i'm just saying that there are lots of so i have always wondered for a long time the psychology of a person who's moved to tears or into activism because someone killed a fucking animal and i'm not saying you should be mean to animals but i'm just saying that if that Abhinandan's can move you to activism one of those people in the south they go and they throw no, no, dogs no. from the roof no, no, like i'm not that. saying i do that all i'm saying is if that moves you but poverty and the the horrible conditions human live in don't my psychological analysis of such people is that they are extremely self indulgent who like to see themselves as so nice but couldn't give a fuck about their fellow but human being that's all i'm saying why does it have to be either i'm not or. saying it's either or i'm okay. saying there are lots of people yeah. who are, are very moved by animals but would not give a fuck about a human being yeah so those are not nice people yeah. i don't so i I'm don't hang so out I'm with those people i'm suspicious of people whether it's gorakshaks <laughs> whether it's peeta whether it's that woman in baywatch whatever she did Pamela. something ha huh, who are who likes all, silicon but doesn't like humans the, that's yeah anyway hmm Hmm. So this film starts after that slur against my character, and it's totally misplaced and unjustified. But even then, it's not a. So, it's a general mm, observation. Mm. So this film stars Jessica Chast- Chastain, Victim and I hood. think, <laughs> and I think it's really fabulous because if you've seen her earlier films, she is totally different in this film. Her voice has changed. Her acting. is totally different from zero dark 30 i think she was i think that's because they in were, that she's in a war zone and here she's like a victim yeah, in poland yeah but i'm just saying normally so like if, if they if acting was the same that she should be in the no, bomb the name should be salman khan so that's what i'm comparing to our hindi film actors and actresses now who are the same in every film whether they no, are the only one not. nawazuddin siddiqui and nawazuddin and that i can name you 15 right now akshay kumar is the same in every film yeah. but no this film is really nice it's very well made it's a um, part of history which few people know about because i didn't know that the warsaw zoo was uh, shut down during this time and got reopened by the same people and that it's still open right now and uh, it's a very moving story if you i think it. what is amazing about the film is that um, just little shots of the husband observing the wife of yeah. just one little reaction shot how much it conveyed that is cinematic genius according to me you know without having to write a full line like you had uh, you know we had watched that short film on the line by that britisher indo park thing radcliffe line yeah, yeah. so th- that basically it was like 8 minutes of dialogue <laughs> it hmm. was like radio this silences and just shots and expressions are used so yeah. well and i think that guy um the, the one actor. who yeah the one who played the husband uh, it was a phenomenal performance i was surprised that he wasn't nominated in any category for acting so in any award yeah so that's the weird part because even i thought it's one of the best films i've seen in a while definitely in the last year uh that they didn't get nominated for even one award across all the awards so bafta Emmys, just name it. They did not get even one award, and in fact, it was trashed royally. This film, 
so which goes to show that don't always believe reviewers but believe us we are spot on always before i watched zookeeper's wife i saw another film Called? with a with a like a female actor playing the pivotal role much like zookeeper's wife but this was called noor hmm. starring sonakshi sinha as a bengali journalist noor kahan as a person noor jahan as a lady watch it <laughs> okay that's bad, that's a bad. joke that's for the day that's a joke huh, huh. for the day if you are going to spot the joke for the day also we'll give you a cup or something <laughs> so anyway so noor roy choudhury is sonakshi sinha and the film is based on a really great novel by saba imtiaz is a pakistani writer it was a novel released in uh, 2014 it's called karachi you're killing me and the novel was about this young girl who's a journalist in karachi and she finds the kind of journalism she's doing very uh, vacuous and she ends up interviewing a guantanamo bay prisoner and that is her breaking story and how what she goes through to release the story mm. and it also went into her romances so it's one of those uh, books it's fun it's quite insightful would it qualifies chiclet yeah but to the uh, level that an anuja chauhan book qualifies at chiclet so it's a little uh, intelligent chiclet okay is chiclet uh, a term that is offensive to yeah. women is not it? offensive it just means that it's a little uh, silly the books okay not okay. Uh, offensive hmm. as such but so in this film sonakshi sinha is playing a journalist in bombay and they basically set it in it's the same karachi you're killing me is at one point she says mumbai you're killing me hmm. and uh, this is the worst uh, example of journalism as they've shown it in the film it's about investigative journalism it's about how not to do journalism in the sense that she gets she finds out from her maid that uh, the maid's brother has had his kidney removed by a doctor hmm. so she goes to the maid's house the maid tells her please don't record this because we are very scared so she takes out her phone and keeps recording and uh, based on this like one person who says that his kidney has been removed she doesn't get a doctor to check him up or anything she then takes the story and gives it to her editor and says i've given you this earth shattering story and then goes off to spend a weekend with her uh, war journalist boyfriend in a hotel she wakes up and he's stolen her story and given it to cnn because cnn also does no fact checking And so they use her, CNN as in as in CNN or the real GNN? No, CNN. So CNN, those schools also have allowed them because sure. I would have said that at least show that we'll do some fact check. Actually, Discovery Channel allowed the one in uh, that Amita, uh, the that Shahrukh Khan and Anushka Sharma film. Where, oh, jab tak hai jaan, of course, yeah, horrible. That Discovery Channel, that's how they do their documentaries. Anyway, but this film, so the, her source dies, gets killed. in this film and there's no remorse so what happens when her source gets killed she packs her bags and goes to london with party clothes she's upset so she's packed party clothes she goes out drinking hmm. then comes back and uh, they do a follow up to the story it was like my mind had gone numb no matter how badly we trashed the quints article at least their journalism was better than this that's all i have to say now coming to bahubali Uh, two part two. 
before we get into this Kattapa's controversy, some nine years ago, he had said something that yeah. really upset the Kannadiga folk. And he read out the most insincere apology <laughs> I've ever seen. Satyaraj. Satyaraj is his name. I wanted to say, you know, if Satyaraj can remember long dialogue... <laughs> He can definitely remember an apology that wasn't exactly, you know, Shakespeare. It was like a very normal, hello, I did not mean this. I have the yeah. highest regard and respect for. The fact that he held that paper and he kept <laughs> looking at it, he was making a point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was clear it was insincere. But before we come to that, mm-hmm. you've seen Bahubali 1. I saw 25 minutes, no? I, I don't fucking get it. Like, what was so awesome about that film that People, I mean, I'm sure the CGI was, was great. So, get CGI. But A, their makeup artist obviously was from the 70s. Because you know that young woman who plays Bahubali's mother? Yeah, yeah. Her makeup was worse than Kamal Hassan's makeup in Indian when he was playing an old man. <laughs> Ramya, Ramya was the mother, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it was like such a bad film. It was horrible. But it flies, huh? It's like really cool. So, I have sat through Salman Khan films and all. They are more watchable than... This was horrible. It was a monstrosity in every way. Monstrous set. Because it had that also, being a Tamil myself, it had that Tamil acting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That... You know, everything is... I So I walked out when that girl was standing near the waterfall and he's painting on her or something. Mm. Then I said, this is too much. So I sat outside the hall while... My mother kept watching the film and I did all my work for two hours. I finished the office work. Do you think you would have offended someone by saying that? Is there any group that has been offended by this? Definitely. <laughs> I'm sure there are many groups we are offending. But it's really sad that they were going to have a uh, band in Bangalore because mm. of his comments. Made and nine years ago. Yeah, made nine years ago because the Karnatikas are very sensitive. Like most other people in India. And now he is, of course, said sorry. Which was so insincere <laughs> that now they're saying that's not enough. You have to come here and apologize. And the newsreader was asking, what is here? Like he has here? to... Yeah, yeah, like no, general, I was going to ask him. General streets, he has to go around saying, <laughs> sir, like what is... Sir. In person, who to who? It is fascinating. But then, sir. I mean, uh, you know, considering that actor Rajkumar who died of natural causes led to riots. Yeah. Anything is possible. But we'll be watching Bahubali too because we suffer for our art. Well, I must admit I didn't watch Noor, but I will promise I'll try to suffer. Yes. But who no, knows? No, Bahubali will be better than. But who Noor. knows? By then you'll have another co-host because the kind of <laughs> hate that we've been getting—that why is this guy come on this? See, the thing is that DJ, when she was with us full time, it wasn't like one had to separately pay her for doing the podcast, ha, right? As managing editor, she was. You know, she yeah, in-house. it was part of. You her. need an in-house person to do this podcast. We we cannot afford to get different people from outside. And Rajesh is a nasty person the... who doesn't get along with everyone. So very so, few people. So now the point is, until you guys can increase your subscription and <laughs> get us someone who can just do podcasts for us, we have to get someone in-house. And everyone here is very busy. I'm the only Vela, so that's why I'm sitting here. Anyway, so they so, have to deal with it. Unless they should yeah. be able to replace me because. So please subscribe to News Laundry because I do. I'm glad you do. And all of you who've said, uh, I'm shit at this podcast, I completely agree with you, but you guys need to no, get, get me out of here. No, but people write after that, they feel bad. And they say, it's a good job. See, they're sensitive. I'm Please. sure they are not yeah. the ones who are on the street saying, why are chicken and cow and no. buffalo and dogs being killed? They are saying, why is Abhinandan <laughs> feeling bad? Every year, 
Coke and Pepsi, basically the soft soft drink manufacturers, release a summer ad. So uh, Coke has released their 2017 summer ad with uh, that wonderful actress, Deepika. And I seriously mean it. It just came out like that. Deepika Padukone. Mm-hmm. She's in an elevator with yeah. this guy, and with what the, happens? Basically, in the elevator, the elevator gets stuck, and there is this. It's a five-star hotel. and there's the guy who's taking room service to someone and someone's off ordered room service with a, like a champagne kind of ice tray full of coke i don't know which because hotel that's what hotel serves is coke this. like that and then they get drunk on coke because they start dancing and clicking selfies in the lift and when they are rescued from the lift they're almost disappointed because they're having such a good time deepika the superstar and, uh, and she's taking and selfies and all now and they're him. drinking coke yeah. and they're very happy I think it's a fantastic ad because uh, <laughs> it's got Deepika Padukone in it. Yeah, that explains everything. Everything. Like Chennai Express was I, a fantastic yeah. film, right? You, you can sit through anything with Deepika Padukone in it. So we, as you have noticed, have very unbiased uh, reviews over here. No, it could be a shit film. I'm just saying uh, that uh, big you party. You felt she did her role well in this ad. Yeah, I don't know. She was there, so it was good. She was there. Yeah, that's the only thing that was good. It's quite a dodgy ad. It's the only. I mean, I wouldn't, but if anything could make me want to drink Coke, it is this. Yeah, not that it has worked, but if something could, it would be that. Okay, then their job is done. Yeah. In fact, I'd like to recommend to you uh, to read this article: the fifty greatest Super Bowl commercials ever. Because in the U.S., the biggest commercials are released during Super Bowl. That's when you have the biggest audience and the uh, most expensive slots for advertising. So people, 1984, that entire. And they IBM. make ads specifically for, for Super that, for Bowl. Super Bowl. Fact, alert, listener, Arshad Khan, who is a subscriber, I think, because he specified. I think they think that we won't read their <laughs> mails if they say they haven't subscribed. But if he hasn't subscribed, you should subscribe, Arshad, for the simple reason that we took your recommendation on board. And I have spent five hours <laughs> watching Thirteen Reasons. No, I have spent eight hours watching eight episodes of Thirteen Reasons Why, which is Netflix's new show. Hannah, I'm not going. Not now. Not ever. Why didn't you say this to me when I was alive? Hey, it's Hannah. Hannah Baker. Settle in, because I'm about to tell you the story of my life. More specifically, why my life ended. And if you're listening to this tape, you're one of the reasons why. I'm really impressed that it's produced by Selena Gomez. You know who Selena Gomez is, Abhinandan? Yes. Who? She's Justin Bieber's girlfriend. <laughs> उटेजोट्स bullied or we don't we don't know whether she's been bullied in the first episode but she is committed suicide and she sends 13 seven audio tapes you know like cassette tapes mm. to various people side a and side b where she has given the 13 reasons why she killed herself mm. now it is really 
well made it's well acted you see what bullying can do to people you also see so each tape has a each side basically has a different person on it so everyone's listening to these tapes so different perspectives of the yeah. same story what comes out while watching the thing is that my perspective of what happened in a situation which you are also part of is my perspective mm. your perspective is different for mm. the same situation right. and it also raises the question that just because she said that it happened doesn't mean it happened right so there's proof in certain situations that what she's narrating that this guy did this he wrote something vile and he threw away this letter say the guy who's this jock comes with the letter and he says i've never thrown it away i collected it and i kept it so she's lying but now it's so there's an investigation which is started by her parents hmm. basically sue the school because they say that the school ignored the bullying that was happening right and so basically i think it's a comment on the news uh, tabloid culture of popular culture that if someone makes an accusation it is automatically assumed to be yeah, true that also and what you get is one it's a commentary on bullying hmm. which happens in uh, schools and nowadays the bullying is of a different degree to when we were in school which is 20 years i disagree but anyway hmm i okay so maybe because i was from a girls school so it was slightly less vile in a, this is a coed school they show so there's that sexual dynamic at play boys like she's considered a bit of a tart because no, one boy spreads the, the rumor i don't know how it is in the us but i think uh, bullying has got better over the years as in it's got lesser over the years hmm. um people are more careful they're more vigilant um physical abuse is not tolerated earlier there was no big deal so that is raised over here that because there's because there's a student council and all exactly mm. what you're saying the parents keep saying how could she have been bullied because we never saw the signs everyone so normal everyone seems friendly but it's that underlying so would you say this happens. is a must watch or must not watch no i'd say it's a must watch but it's got a lot of brickbats because uh people have said that it's glorifying suicide and it's justifying that it's always someone else's fault Hmm. Sometimes it's not someone else's fault. So it's got a but lot of big bad stuff. But even if it is, I mean, anyway. Hmm. But yeah. uh, watch it. I'd say watch it because it's really. It's but I just like to know hmm. your view on this. You know, hmm. when we were young, a teacher hitting you was not a big yeah. deal. Today, if a teacher were to touch a student, there'd be five cameras. There'd be the nation wanting to know how hmm. dare you. I mean, there were times you know students' eardrums got burst because the slap was so hard. You know, they were yeah. in hospital. I don't remember, you know, something so bad happening. I mean, the, the, the things, you know, exploding like they would today. So, uh, why would you think bullying has got worse now? I think I mean, now even and it's a good thing it's got lesser. Things that were considered normal 20 years ago are not considered normal now, which is nice. Yeah, but I think the bullying is different. You know what they've shown, which is correct. It's social media was never there for us. So, it's someone's posting something on Facebook. Hmm. with a picture of you see saying that oh look at her skirt right. that so, kind so, so it's think, a different kind right. of so bullying so psychological pressures are a lot yeah. more but 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 physical assault yeah. and yeah so and that's not shown here also there's yeah. no real physical so i think it's a, that's an interesting one that that means we can handle physical pain better than we can handle 
psychological stress i i think that's that would kind of sum it up there's a new book uh, which was released last week it's called leela it's written by prayag akbar for those of you who don't know prayag akbar is now an independent journalist yeah he has been with the scroll uh as a consultant if not on the full time he uh, was associate editor he was associate them. editor then he was freelancing with them and he was uh, and he is also uh, was in an editorial position at the Sunday Guardian which yeah. was his father's newspaper at the time so i read the book it's not that long it's 200 pages it's less than 200 pages actually this is by far one of the most beautifully written and conceptualized books that i've read in a while i uh, you've also read m and the big yes Boom. i have jerry pinto and I would say this is of the same caliber. Are you serious? I am without exaggeration saying and I don't find most things nice. Anyway, but this book is about a mother who is searching for her daughter Leela who was taken away from her 16 years back when the child was 3 years old. It's basically about this mother and Shalini her name is. It's set in a dystopian India. but okay. it's not that dystopian when you think about it because it's pretty much the india that we are living in today and which we are going to be headed towards mm. but uh, it's about an india which is divided by community caste religion the food we eat mm. there are cities have been divided into uh, like there are walls which are put up which are 60 feet high which sector so say you stay in defense colony i stay Def- in defense colony he's very obedient i will not okay sorry really? oh i was actually supposed to say it oh, oh let's say he's not it. smart but obedient two jokes in one podcast sala focat mein subscribe karo dusre joke ke liye to subscribe karo ha then again if you all can spot the joke in this another oh. prize but so if defense colony is the tamil brahmin ayer brahmin colony so colonies are divided according to community i see it and each colony has these massive walls so people outside can't come in unless you have permission what the government which is called the council believes will help uh, the country is that earlier people used to hire help according to caste and community so now they won't discriminate on that because whoever lives their slums are joining all these uh, colonies and you can be any caste community you're allowed to work so that way the government has broken down caste community but you see all sorts of things in this book like love jihad garbapsi the if women are seen to be marrying people from outside their religion or community those women are taken away and they are disciplined by the council they are put in dormitories they are made to do normal work not like you're made to do physical labor very interesting iski rights kare this is a hunger game kind of this situation is, it is would fab- make a good film it would make a spectacular film and i have to say that prayag's uh he's written it as in first person as a woman mm. and uh, i know prayag and you know prayag and he's not particularly feminine but he has managed to tap into his inner woman but uh it is wonderful the way he has described a first love from a girl's point of view and it is the best sex in a book that i have read out of india really 
So, so very be- well done, Prayag. I don't know what you've been doing, but it's well described. Do watch Madhu's interview with Prayag Akbar, actually. Uh, she also highly recommended this book. It's just getting such rave reviews. The link is below this podcast. Speaking of uh, male writers writing uh, in first person as women, it reminded us of Chetan Bhagat, who had written uh, that lovely book, One Indian Girl, and the worst sex that uh, writing in a while that I had read. But Chetan Bhagat is going to be sharing space with Amitav Ghosh with translated works by Mohan African Rakesh. writers, by Indian writers. So you also have to see who he's being put on a parallel with. So Chetan tweets, I'm honored Delhi University added my books to their course. Literature is about being open-minded, reading the classics as well as the contemporary. His stellar novel... Five Point Someone is now going to be taught in the popular fiction category in the literature courses. Okay, I'm a little undecided on this. Do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing? Because, I mean, should we only be reading the classics like Chetan has said? I mean, contemporary bestsellers, that, that should also have a place in universities? I mean, to kind of dissect that because sometimes you that can give away more about contemporary society? What is your view? No, I think you should definitely be reading contemporary uh, literature. Mm. And especially if you're sitting in India and you're studying English, you there's no reason why you should not be reading the Indian writers we have here. But I would have felt that you would want children and students, mm. they are 18, 19, 20 years old, to be reading correct English. You okay. don't want to... his. English is not correct. His, uh, I'm not even talking about what the story, because what story you like, I don't necessarily need to like. But at least the language Clearly. should be... Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the language should be correct. And uh, that is not the case. Like if they said Jerry Pinto's yeah. M and the Big Whom. And there's some, yeah, inside Or whatever, Ruskin, Bond, I don't know, any hmm. of these people, that their books are going to be taught. But five points, someone... It's like so anyway, speaking of writing about lovemaking from a girl's point of view or any point of view, this is uh, one Indian girl, uh, Chetan Bhagat. He took a few seconds to answer. If I say yes, will you ask me to stop? Debu said. I laughed. No, silly. Hmm. Just that this is my first time, I said. I had one girlfriend before, two years back. Can we not talk about that now? I said. He kissed my nipples, full stop. He moved up and kissed my collarbone, full stop. He kissed my chin and then my lips for several minutes, full stop. He tugged at my panties, full stop. <laughs> my heart beat fast, full stop. Was I really going to get fully naked in front of a man? Question mark. I guess it was too late, full stop. So, I mean, it goes on. So, uh, I mean, I was just wondering, does, does Prayag kind of crack, crack it? it? It's... I would say a little better than this for sure. (laughs) Mm. And uh, Chetan, as I had told him during when we'd interviewed him also, that it was, you figure out that it was a man writing Mm. as a woman for the simple reason that he uh, discussed, he writes about the guy, the male character going down on her, but he doesn't write about her going down on the guy the first time because it's a big deal for most women the first time you give oral sex. But when we said this to him, he sounded very surprised because he's a guy. See, that's so the word. Think yeah. Okay, coming back to books. In your years in school, which book do you think would be the most pedestrian that was part of your course or syllabus? Pedestrian? I don't know, a better word? No, no, no. I'm trying to think of something which uh, didn't stick with me, say. I can't, that's what I, I can't really... Cause because everything was a bloody classic, man. Yeah, we had really good stuff. Even Tale of Two Cities and all 
was so, so I'm really wondering whether there is any need for contemporary because maybe you should just read that on your own, you know. And or it choose a good contemporary writer. You don't have to choose the best-selling author. That's hardly a way to decide. Anyway, please share your thoughts. What do you think? Because I'm still undecided on this. Should we be studying contemporary? Because no one is considered great in their lifetime unless you're like a sportsman. Okay, we'd also like to recommend, and I'm. Uh, we'll put the link below. It's Zoe Heller's review of the new book on Prince uh, Charles, and uh, the new biography of Prince Charles, and it is hilarious for the tidbits that it has on Prince Charles, and about how Princess Diana used to beat him over the head with a pillow when he used to say his. Uh, bedtime prayers at the foot of the bed and he complained like he to went to a to counsellor no so that's so you have to read this because his life is that's, really sad dude a married man got hit on his head while praying with a pillow by his wife which I think is quite sweet like if a guy in a dormitory would ever pray at the foot of his bed he'd be hit by more than a pillow okay I so just I don't know what Prince Charles whining about like seriously this is like a problem so that's why you should read the review because he's a real loser but I just want to read out this part one of the chief marital shocks for Charles was Diana's lack of deference he had assumed that the slightly vapid teenager he was settling for would at least be docile but she turned out to be the biggest bully he had encountered since school she taunted his pomposity calling him the great white hope and the boy wonder she told him that he would never become king and he looked ridiculous in his medals. When he tried to end heated arguments by kneeling down to say his prayers before bed, she would keep shrieking and hit him over the head while he prayed. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> but I must say that if that was his expectation from his wife, he should have hung out in Sirsa or Jhajar. And it's, matlab kahi bhi jao, vilayat ho, Haan. ya sada haryana, hmm. आदमी की एक्सपेक्टेशन वही होती है एक सुशील शांति ओबीडिएंट वाइफ हां जो पैर दबाए और वर्जिन ही वांटेड वर्जिन ही डन पो थिंग हां और मतलब गोल रोटियां बनाए गोल रोटी ओके यू हैव अ सॉन्ग दैट यू हर्ड व्हिच हैज स्टेड यू हैव वाइफ मेकिंग गोल रोटी आई सेड नो आई डोंट आर यू नॉट अ वेरी इजीली मैं इतना वीक हूं या आई डिस्कवर्ड दिस सॉन्ग it and it has completely swept me off my feet <gasps> i have not reacted to a song like this since uh, wish you were here by pink floyd it really? is yeah it is uh, it it is by amal malik and shreya ghoshal from badrinath ki dulhaniya and it is called aashik surrender hua our podcast is nothing if not classy dude it is a very cool song jo bhida tere जो भिड़ा तेरे नैनो से काटा तो आशिक सरेंडर हुआ दिस हैज सच अ रिदम टू इट दैट इफ इट आई एम जस्ट सेइंग इफ इट वाज लाइक अ पंजाबी सॉन्ग दैट इज अ नेशनल एंथम नॉट अ बंगाली वन यू वुड हैव टू टेल पीपल टू स्टैंड इट नॉट ओनली वुड दे स्टैंड दे जंप जस्ट सेइंग सो डिड वी डिड डिड यू एंड दीपांजना रिव्यू व्हाट्स द फिल्म कॉल्ड बद्रीनाथ की तो लहरियां नो वी ओ वी हैड या वी हैड वी हैड बट नॉट द एंटायर फिल्म वी डन द ट्रेलर ओनली 
Not the film. No, that's we had not. You, yeah. So you didn't watch the film. No. So we do Noor, Bahubali, but a film that has a song like this, we overlook. We didn't. Have I protest. Your insight, I think huh? I don't know what kind of. I don't podcast know. We I don't know how this huh? podcast has been run so far. I'm just but saying. But now we have. Yeah, you, you can't ignore such films. In culture future. is the one thing we will be adding to this podcast yes. now. Horticulture and agriculture for sure. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, the winners of last week's. Quiz, which was that what dog breed does Vidya Balan have in Begum Jan, and the answer is they are Great Danes. We have five winners, and three of you, Prachit, Palash, and Hariharan, have got five correct, and Astha and Anubhav have got one correct. Congratulations, all of you! Very proud. Please subscribe again. Again. This week's question is: Which Amitav Ghosh novel is included in the BA English Honors program in Delhi University first year? So write in and tell us. And thank you, Mr. Sekri. Thank you, Ms. Sen. It's a wrap. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.